Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Donut Bag. This episode, I talk to my Steelers buddies, Leanne Lohman and Allison Kohler, and we review the Steelers win against the Seahawks which should not have been as close as it was, and we talk about that. I guess we're just never happy. We're, no, we're, we're supposed to say a win is a win, but oof, there's, there's a lot of things going on with the Steelers. It's not, uh, it's not all uh, wine and roses or whatever. So anyway, here is my talk about the Steelers. Don't know if I starts right now. What's there to say? I'm not happy. Yes, they won, but my goodness. Why? Why does this happen? Why why do they always they should have destroyed the Seahawks? Come on, it's Geno Smith. Geno Smith, we were on route to. And no no Chris Carson. I mean yeah, this exactly. had all this had all the makings of a kick ass. Like the Steelers should kick their ass on national television. And they did the well, they did it for a little while. I mean, they went yeah. in, they went into halftime fourteen nothing, and it and it you know, and I sort of feel like like what did what did Mike Tomlin tell him at halftime? Well, that's what I said is like, how did the Seahawks come out of the locker room like having made adjustments for the positive, and we came out like we picked up their bad luck or something or their bad karma and and looked like a totally different bad juju, totally different team for the beginning of that second half. I mean, I will say that I appreciated I try to always look at the positive so I appreciate the defense regrouped do you know what I mean they had some tough times there they gave up some points but they really did regroup and in the past I feel like we've seen them kind of give up when they start to fall apart so I I felt happy for that and obviously happy we walked away with the win because a win is a win but that was not a pretty one well that's a problem the defense uh just I mean my goodness they ran at will on the Steelers at one point. That's that's a concern. Yeah, I mean, well, which is the opposite of the first half. That's the thing. Yeah. They, they couldn't get anything going on the ground in the first half. So what did the Steelers think? Oh, they couldn't get anything going on the ground in the first half. They're not going to do anything on the ground in the second half. I mean, is that is that maybe what they thought? I mean, my goodness. I, 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 don't, know. I don't know. I wondered if they saw something, you know, somebody saw something that they felt like they could exploit. But I went back and looked, and if that was the case, I mean, it could have been, but I couldn't figure out what it was. Do you know what I mean? That What weakness they would have found in our defense to be able to exploit it. I just thought we played really well in the first half and not in the second beginning of the second half. Well, and the TJ weaknesses... Watt made that comment about, like, how when we all play well, do you know what I mean? Like, things seem to work. Well, no kidding. <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, in general, in life. But the... The... the the running defense is a concern. Uh, we know Cam Hayward is awesome, and we know TJ Watt's awesome. And then besides that, uh, they have problems. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Isaiah Bugs, uh, Wormley, Henry Mondo. It ain't I feel it. like Alex Highsmith had a good game. I felt like he's really coming along this season. I'm super impressed yeah. by him and and just how all over the place kind of disruptive he is every single game. And I think he's getting better. We see him getting better and better. I thought he looked really good on Sunday night too. But it's it's not enough. You've got to have more than two or three guys out there doing the work. 
Yeah, there's no cohesion. I don't think there's there's you know, defense is, is struggling. You know, they're underachieving. And I feel like the offense, you know, especially the offensive line, you know what I mean? They're, they're just, they're, they lack cohesion. I mean, Ben, I don't think he was sacked. Was he sacked at all in uh, against Seattle? I don't think he was. I don't think so. But still, it's like, but just concerns. He's having to get, you know, that harken back to last year. He's having to get rid of the ball too quick. And I think that that's creating mistakes. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we could talk about how, you know, I don't necessarily agree that quarterbacks have to be like so mobile. You know what I mean? Like Lamar Jackson. I don't think they have to be so mobile. Some of the really good quarterbacks, Tom Brady is not, but he's mobile enough to get around in the pocket. And that to me is where Ben seems to really be struggling is even with that in pocket mobility, you don't have to necessarily be able to run for first downs, but, but you need your own line to hold long enough and for you to be able to move around the pocket to get things done. It's like sometimes he just doesn't see them coming or isn't aware yeah yeah i think he i think he lacks you know his aware his awareness just isn't isn't what it used to be you know in the, in the it past. used to be in, his in thing his age. it used yeah. to be his thing to dance around in the pocket to buy some time and now he that's we used gone. to complain that he held the ball for way too long longer. Right, but, but now it's like totally the opposite. Right. Now it's like snap throw. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the the line looked great against Denver. And yeah, he didn't get sacked, and but still they could they still can't run. And that's that's another concern. You right. you you have to run. That's what this 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 team is going to win on running the ball and good defense. Yeah, and... I think that I think that was a big debate um, when they were talking about drafting a running back in the with their first pick. You know, oh, you know, there was that great debate of whether we should whether the Steelers should draft a quarterback or whether they should spend it on an offensive lineman because you can't run the ball if you have a shitty offensive line. And I sort of feel like that's coming. You know, that's coming to fruition. I mean, obviously, Harris is awesome. You know what I mean? Like he's yeah. going to be an awesome running back. And there are times where he makes something out of nothing, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it's enough for, you know, to take the pressure off of the, off of the passing game. No, he was, he was dragging two defenders behind him at one point on Sunday night to pick up a first down. I mean, the kid is amazing, but, but somebody has got to be out there blocking for him. And sometimes it just looks like everything just collapses right on top of him and, and it's so frustrating. And then you watch other teams, you know, run game and they're running at will. And yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just but, frustrating. Right. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. And that, you know, and then back to Ben, like that, that RPO just doesn't work if you don't have a mobile quarterback. Instead, it just looks like bad play action or something. Do you know what I mean? That doesn't get off the ground because he's not right. mobile enough to make it happen. Right. Yep. Yeah. And another thing. I'm really getting tired. The the receivers in general are okay, but there's one in particular, Chase Claypool. Um, he's having a bad year. Yeah, yeah. I'm, getting, I'm actually writing. I'm getting ready to write a piece uh, for Steelers Wire for this week that you know, um, sophomore slump. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just kind of what it's looking like so far. I mean, he had the big day against Denver, but other than that, he hasn't really. It's, just, it's like he and Ben just aren't on the like Ben and Deontay. Yeah, they're they're all they've been awesome. 
Right. Yeah. For whatever reason, Chase Claypool and Ben just, I don't know. Maybe maybe Chase is still in Canada and yeah. you know, Ben's <laughs> down here. I don't know. I don't know what's Somebody going on. brought up a, a good point to me earlier today that that we used to have more of that wide receiver blocking for another wide receiver. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, that, that we used to do it with Juju and AB. And then, you know, in this game, we saw some of it with Claypool for Deontay Johnson and, you know, kind of that thought of why don't we do more of that? You know what I mean? When we do that, when we have a receiver blocking for another receiver, it, it really seems to help, but instead it looked like they just weren't synced up a lot of the time. Yeah. I think that that, that is a huge piece of, of what the Steelers are going to miss not having Juju there. Yeah. He was, I mean, he was, he was a blocking receiver. I mean, there were, you know, looking at, at his PFF grades, there were some, you know, like everything else, there were some sure. days where he was better and some days where he wasn't, but he still, he still was able to do it. And he was still, you know, you know, a, a component of the blocking game. And I just think that that, that's a huge part that is. a lot of people maybe aren't looking at because they think, oh, he's just a wide receiver. The Steelers will make up for that. But no, I mean, there was a lot more that he did. You know, yeah. whether it was in the run game or the pass game. So I think they're starting to see, you, you know, the starting to feel. To really you know. miss him. Yeah. It's not as easy as just somebody else absorbing the number of catches no. he makes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and that's another thing that Chase Claypool is supposed to be so good at. Like, oh, he's so aggressive. He's so, man, I don't know. I mean, hey, I don't it happens. Soft, sophomore slumps happen. It, yeah. it, you know, it, it it happens. He was he was so awesome as a rookie. It happens. So hopefully he could uh, get it get it back together. Another thing that was weird is they basically replaced Juju with Ray Ray. Yeah. Oh. If yeah. I'm James Washington, I I just. Yeah. I, I don't that. even show up to work. I'm just I'm I'm, yeah. I'm too angry if I'm him. Like, come on. Yeah. I know I had somebody text me as I was like, James Washington, not on the steel. <laughs> like what is you know, going like, you on? Think, no, but there he's still there. Yeah. Doing what? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't get it. I don't know. You know, I don't know X's and Y's and O's and K's and things, P's and L's. And <laughs> I, I just, right. Yeah. I don't know. You know, Ray, Ray, you know, uh, James Washington, like what the, there's different skill sets, obviously. And yes. for whatever reason, they feel like Ray Ray's is better than James James's uh, skill set. But I don't, I don't get it. It's just, he's, he's it, Washington's had so many games where he's been a huge factor, you know? So I just, I don't, and I, I just don't get it. I'm baffled. The, the thing is, I mean, they asked Tomlin and he said, well, it was because of matchups. And another thing they, they said they like about Ray Ray is that he could, he could block. Well, Ray Ray is like, he's like 70 pounds or something like that. Yeah. yeah I don't know who he's blocking. I mean, <laughs> did you see that one play toward the end of the game? They threw to him and he yeah. immediately just got destroyed. Like, yeah. Right. It just got leveled, completely leveled. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm... I think it's an opportunity. I don't know. You try to look at some of these things and look at it as a positive, and it's terrible not to have Juju. But, you know, teams are looking at film of us, and it's always with Juju. So is this an opportunity to run some different kinds of plays, you know, where you mix it up with with Ray Ray and James Washington and, and some of these other guys and mix it up and do something new and different, and, and that's not happening. Well, you can't just always pluck somebody out and pluck somebody else back in. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, how about switching it up a little bit? Like, yeah. like when, like in the Denver game when Juju got hurt, they put Chase Claypool in 
the slot where Juju was, and he did really well because he didn't do because every every play to Chase Claypool is throw it up along the sideline deep, and he somehow falls diagonally and and never makes (laughs) a catch. And he has he's tall and fast. Use that. Yeah, and I get that he's supposed to be that deep threat, but I do think you could use it in other ways that aren't necessarily bad. It's like we have some sort of short-term memory issue where we forget the things that didn't work and we just keep repeating them and don't remember the things that did. And it's frustrating. Yeah, I think Claypool, you know, he had a couple, it was either one or two rushing touchdowns last year. And he was kind of used in the jet sweep whatnot. A lot and I think that you know they they haven't they've done some of that this year but I, I just feel like they could be using Claypool in more creative ways than they are and they're just a lot not. more yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't I, I don't know I was so hopeful after the Denver game it's like hey we figured it out and mm-hmm. you know I was hopeful it, all the way through halftime of Sunday night <laughs> That kind of fell apart. I was like, well, this is perfect. This is exactly what we wanted. This looks great. We'll end this game 28 to nothing. I mean, yeah. it was late. Maybe it was past their bedtime. I don't know. <laughs> For I don't whatever know. reason, I still had that, okay, you know, we're going into halftime. We're up two scores, but let's not. I still had that apprehension. You know? I always worry about them taking their foot off the gas because we've done that before. You know what I mean? You're doing really well. And then all of a sudden, you you know, you just stop putting pressure. You drop back into prevent defense, you know, letting them start run on you, letting them start, you know, passing on you. And, and it, it looked even worse than that to me on Sunday. It looked like a totally different defense that came out for the first part of the second half. I, I just, it was like a switch. Like they were not in sync at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting because man, they won two games in a row. But yet here we are, and we're sad, and we're we're yeah, we just don't know what's going on, and it's like ah, you know. I think last year kind of spoiled us a little bit, but you yeah. know, I mean, even last year, like when they were winning, they would pull crap like this, like when they they barely beat uh, the Cowboys with some yeah. like tenth string quarterback, or yeah. they barely beat the Ravens with three quarters of their team on COVID, you know, they, they do stuff like this. It's, it's just, it's just typical, typical Steelers. It's like, yeah, it's like when they see, like when they played the bills, the bills were at their full strength and it's like, okay, we're going to rise to the challenge. But when they say it's like, oh, they have their backup quarterback. They have a backup running back. Oh, we we got this in the bag. Oh, yeah. Uh, and everybody's a professional. You know what I mean? Everybody's the best at their job. Do you know what I mean? There may be varying degrees, but it's not like any backup players are not good. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're you're in the NFL. Right, right. You're in the NFL. You're still right. supposed to be pretty good. And a lot of these teams, and Gerald's one of the coaches that does it, has sort of a different package they run for like a Geno Smith. Do you know what I mean? Than you do for Russell Wilson. And you change things up and, and play to his strengths. And he does that really well. I mean, Give Seattle a lot of credit for giving us a really tough game and making a lot of adjustments and and utilizing Geno Smith in, in the way he should be utilized. And they did really well. It was better well, than we did. We had to play Mason. Is Geno Smith going to be in Pittsburgh next year? <laughs> I hope not. Uh, I, I was a joke, but I you know what? Time. Well, they won everybody, too. So now that you said it, 
Now that you said it, people will be tweeting about it tomorrow. We should get Gino. The funny thing is, I haven't heard Gino Smith. I've heard Russell Wilson. That's craziness. Let's look at the backup. Let's get the starter for the Seahawks. Right, right. It's crazy. Goodness. Yeah, he's going to back up Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Right. (laughs) The other thing that they said besides, oh, you shouldn't draft the running back in the first round is you shouldn't pay that much to a defensive player. And TJ Watts looking like a bargain right now. (laughs) Man, he sure is. He sure is. He earned every cent. He's earning every cent of that money. He really is. He is so disruptive. He won the game. He single-handedly won the game. He really did. And I was excited that he had such a good game like that, and especially that that big play to kind of clinch it in, in, in overtime in front of all those alumni that were there. I think that was really cool. All of our defensive players of the year were there watching the game. And so that was, I thought was really neat for him to have those people there watching him. See, that's why I thought it was going to be a blowout. Steelers are awesome on Sunday night. Yeah, they're, they're awesome. It's like they have their home field advantage is even a bigger home field advantage because the crowd is more intense. Then yeah. you add that you have, all those alumni, Troy, Bill Cower, all those people. And they almost lose to Geno Smith. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it was what, like almost two years since we've had a, a night game, you know, a home night game. And so, you know, I know everybody was really pumped up for it. The players were talking about how excited they were and how the atmosphere is so different. And, and it looked like that for a little while. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah, and then so now there's a buy. There's, <laughs> oh, thank goodness. The, yeah, I mean, Mike Tomlin today said something like, uh, I think it was Chris Adamski tweeted it that Mike Tomlin has a, has never met a bye week he didn't like, <laughs> and he was like, does he forget about last year about right. the bye yeah. week that came out of nowhere because the Titans were all coveted up? I mean, Mike yeah, was, that was. That was terrible. At least we're not in that situation again. Well, they didn't even really have a bye week last year. It was no, all, it was, it was like a the... fake bye week. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but then, then they, I believe it's Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, so Sunday, I am in Youngstown, Ohio, visiting family, mm-hmm. and they're all Browns fans. I'd have to cancel that trip. Yeah, I was a little scared. But then, so I'm watching the Browns play the Arizona Cardinals, and they're getting destroyed. And I'm just like, "Mm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to just, you know, I'm just going to be here and sip sip my tea and just watch this team get destroyed. Well, you know, the Browns fans have been all quiet. They started out running their mouths a lot this season, you know, after – once we got past game two and we lost, they super mouse. Yeah, but they've been super quiet lately. So I'm sure they're just waiting to get through the through the game against us in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And they're blaming the refs. And of course, I would be blaming the refs as well if you know some bad calls and whatever. But at the same time, it's like, man, if you're good, you still win or yeah. you still beat or you're still competitive. And they just they I just mean learn. the refs, I mean they they, they I, I know there was there was like um one roughing the passer call that was just absolutely ridiculous but yeah uh 
mean, the refs almost gave this the Seahawks the game. So we right. can't. That that crap at the end was just. And the more I complain about the refs and how bad they are, it's like they get worse every year. Like, yeah, hold my beer. Watch what we can do now. You know, and it gets worse <laughs> and worse because I didn't have an issue with what happened at the end of the game with them putting time back on the clock because. I think it was a second is what I saw, but either way, a second or three, it didn't matter. But, but I had a bigger issue that they pretended to stop the clock, you know, like go back to, to review that play when it was clearly a catch. And there was like two questionable plays before that, but because it was under two minutes, they, you know, we couldn't throw it to challenge them, but they didn't look at those. So it was like, so right. why do you pick, why do you pick this one? Like just, there's no consistency. It's like, it's like they were saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We got to give Seattle their chance to tie the right, game. Right. Come on, well, everybody. And you, give them, and you give them all that time to, like, regroup and get their act together, you know, while you pretend to be looking at this play that you weren't looking at. And it's that kind of stuff that frustrates me about the rest. But I think you're right, Allison. You have to be able to to pull it out regardless. You know what I mean? You got you to gotta be able to rise above that. There's lots of bad play calls mm-hmm. in all yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. And the Browns, I mean, they're hurting. Gosh, they have a yeah. whole lot, a whole slew of injuries. So it's going to be interesting to see. That's a thing. Know. And they have a short game. They have a, they have a Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, technically, I mean, the, the, yeah, the Steelers and the and the Browns have the same record right now, but they are yeah. in trouble. Um, it looks like it. And and uh, even when they're not, and and I mean, <laughs> it sounds like. Baker Mayfield is just working through one hell, playing through. I, th- I think he said a torn labrum or something like that, like on his other shoulder. Yeah. That yeah. has to be that has to hurt like hell. I mean, he has to be, you know. But then you have to ask: Is it really the best thing to have him out there playing? Do you know what I mean? Is that really the best thing? Like right. not just for the future of this season, but for his future with your team, hey. his future as a player. Do you know what I mean? Is this really the best thing? I don't think he's that great. So even if he's fully healthy, I I don't, I'm not, I don't, I don't think he's that great. That's why I'm hoping the Browns give him like some 10 year, $500 million contract or something like that. Pay the man, pay the man for his. That's what the Browns fans want, man. They love him. They love that kid. And I get loving your player and liking your player, but you got to be able to see it for what it is. Yeah. It's just tough because they haven't had a decent quarterback in what, 40 years. So, right. You know. Yeah, I mean, compared to Tim Couch, he's good. But, you know, compared to Kyler Murray and right. Mahomes and Dak Prescott, he's not good. No, he's, he's, not. he's just a he's 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 a little better than a game manager. And that's right. it. Yeah. But yep. yeah, yes. Yeah, pay him. Pay him. Browns. Pay him. A billion, <laughs> billion dollar contract. All yeah, all yeah, all the money. Billion dollars. Yeah. First billion dollar contract. Do it. <laughs> um, make him the highest played player in the nfl go ahead yeah awesome. yeah um so i mean that's gonna you know because I, I think that game is in cleveland also so it's like oh boy On halloween right yeah. yeah oh great right great so there's gonna be some burning couches Oh, you know, these are the kinds of random games that you know fans get all nervous about and then the steelers turn around and blow your socks off and act like a team you've never seen before. And you're left thinking what the hell, and then they'll struggle against Washington or something, you know? Right. Right. (laughs) right. Yeah. It's it's hard. Well, then I think after that, they have Chicago and Detroit who are both just awful this year. 
terrible. And they're so, both in Pittsburgh, Chicago and Detroit. Right. Yeah. Right. So hopefully yeah. that helps. Chicago's a Monday night game. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hope they bring back Jerome Bennis and Brian Orlocker so he could run him over again. <laughs> so that's what I always think about when I think of the Bears and the Steelers. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it's it's so funny when you look before the season and say, oh, the, the schedule is so hard. Oh, my goodness. Well, we played Seattle without Russell Wilson. Right. And who knows what shape the, the Browns will be in, you know, the you know, who they'll be missing. So you just you just take the it. The reality is, is you never know because you're basing your your tough opinion on what the teams look like the year prior and a lot of cases or who you think they have this year that they've picked up. And, and, you know, that doesn't always make such a big difference or, or it does. And sometimes the teams that you think are going to be a cakewalk turn out to really, you know, pull it off and have a really good season. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think their, uh, their schedule for the rest of the season is going to, you know, man, Baltimore, how about freaking, how about the Ravens? That's they crazy. Have 80 trillion million people injured and they're five and, and they're five and one and they're yeah. single-handedly just beating other teams. Yeah. Just, they're playing really smart ball. Yeah. Really, really smart. Some of that is luck, but some of that is yes. just, Hey, there was no luck. The chargers are supposed to be legit good and they just right. stomped them. Destroyed them. Yeah. Yeah. I Cincinnati's kind of getting lucky a little bit. I think with some of their, some of their wins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, mean, but I think the Ravens, they look, they look like a force to be reckoned with. I mean, I agree with you that some of it's luck, but there's, there's a lot of skill there in the coaching that they just play to those guys that they've got strengths and are putting together something that really works for them. And it's kind of amazing because mm-hmm. I expected them to really flounder, you know, with yeah. all the injured players. I have a couple of friends who are Ravens fans and they were really worried going in. Oh yeah. They got all, of a sudden, of you know, all of a sudden they're winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> back then, back then well, they were worried hey all respect to the lamar, yeah. lamar jackson he is literally putting the team on his back yes, he's he doing is. everything yeah he's i mean i'm surprised he's not just throwing the ball up there and catching it himself so <laughs> right yeah he's he's <laughs> proving me wrong for some of the things i said about him yeah right <laughs> yeah i mean all all respect to him he is he is amazing yeah um we'll see We'll see. I mean, yeah. it's going to be really interesting. It's going to be yeah. tough to, to play them. Who knows about the Bengals? I think they're, you know. Uh, I'm still you know. surprised that they're, I mean, like you said, yeah, the, you know, the, the schedule and some luck and whatever, but I'm still surprised that, you know, that they're as good as they are. They usually self-destruct a little bit, and I haven't seen as much of that this year as in years right. prior, so. Mm-hmm. I mean, Really, all you need is a good quarterback, a good running back, and a good wide receiver, and they got that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That's really all you need. So yeah, that was um, another team too that was like they were getting ragged, and I, I was probably one of the people that was like, "What? Why did? Why did you draft a wide receiver instead of of an offensive lineman?" And I guess yeah. the same could be said for the Steelers. Why did you draft the running back instead of an offensive lineman? But wow, you know, he, they the chemistry, you know, that they had in college just seems like it just kind of transitioned right over. Yeah. Any, you know? Yeah, so. it's working for him. And I was still, I defended the, the Najee pick last week to somebody. I, I still defend it. I think you nobody has a crystal ball, so you can't predict. Well, and, and, and you know, you, you needed all those positions anyway. So, you know, to me, sometimes 
and a, and the line will get better. I mean, the line will get better before Najee's dead. Before Mike Tomlin runs him into the right. ground, you know, the wheels fall better. off because yeah, right. because because right. you said be like, Tomlin oh, doesn't care about him. But yeah. he's the kind of player that you know that that you hope to have long term and really make an impact on your team. Do you know what I mean? And to me, as opposed to, you know, he's got like potential serious potential as opposed to rolling the dice on some lineman that you know who knows because it really wasn't a great lineman even available when we took him right right, right. and, and, and that's the thing down. you know you you the the you shouldn't have you shouldn't draft a running back in the first round does have some merit but it depends on the running back yeah like it was Najee, and then I wouldn't have drafted any of those other running backs this year yeah. in the first round. So yeah. it just happened to, to to fall. And yeah, there was that. I think there was that Darisaw, that that uh, offensive lineman that was really good. And yeah. he, I think he was taken like to pick before the Steelers. Now, if right. he was available, that would have been a really interesting debate. Well, then there might have been a conversation, but without yeah. him being available, and we, you know, all the draft modules looked like he was going to be gone early even though there was some shakeups it still looked like he would go early and and, you know you just don't know but I mean to me you see a player like that there's some players you just you see them and you can't overlook them you know even even if it isn't your biggest need you know it's still a need and and you spend a lot of the offseason filling all those holes you know in all positions almost so yeah I'll defend that pick any day me too. I'm trying to see what uh, Najee, like what his height and weight are compared. So it's 6'2", 229. Yeah. And I believe Derrick Henry is 6'3", or 6'4", and like 230 something or something like that. He is so, just a freak of nature. Oh, God, he's, he's scary. He is amazing. <laughs> he's absolutely he is amazing. scary. I love watching him play. He is something else. When he has a whole full head of steam, <laughs> if I'm if I'm on that field trying to tackle him, I'd be I I'd I'd fake an injury. I'd be like, oh yeah. my hamstring. Oh my oh sorry. Right, I, I tripped. Him, but, yeah. Yeah, oh, he, he took off. Oh last my night. my, my butt. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, he's 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 he's, he's incredible. Absolutely incredible. I'm <laughs> glad he's, he's playing well. I would have bet the house that Buffalo was going to beat the Titans. <laughs> oh, that was, that me too. Was I had the bills watch. and everything. It yeah. was. Yeah, it really was. It was nice to see the bills get upset too. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that didn't bother me any. No. Even though I didn't pick them, I had my football pool. I picked the bills, but still it was, it's not sad to see. And I like yeah. that Henry had a great game. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how it all shakes out. I mean, we're we're just you know it, the season is still young. You know, it's funny that is the, what the uh, the Chiefs are in last place in their division or something like that. That's like, crazy. Come yeah. on, that's just weird. That's just yeah. I mean, the only thing that's going as predicted to me is is Tampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady being Tom Brady. So exactly. other than, other than, yeah, other than that. To me, there's been a lot of a lot of things this season that have been surprising. The Browns aren't as good as I thought they'd be. Kansas City's not as good as I thought they'd be. The the really pathetic, sad, disgusting thing is the Cowboys are good. And I mean, Cowboy fans are obnoxious. Obnoxious. When they're losing. When they're yes. winning, it's it might be unbearable. 
they are the worst of the worst, completely annoying. Yeah. And, and not really good sports most of the time. Not all no. of them cowboy fans. I'm sure there's some of you that are nice, but no, but a lot no, of they're them. all bad. They're all bad. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it's, <laughs> but but yeah, I'm old but, enough to still like feel the like old cowboy Steelers rivalry. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. Not a fan. I'm still not over Super Bowl 30. No, I'm not really. Never will be. I didn't talk to my family for weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was horrible. Neil O'Donnell. I don't know how much they paid you off, buddy, but you. It's... That was ridiculous. I, I just sat there, watched that game with my mouth open, hanging open. I couldn't believe it. No. Oh, still not. Still you, these young, little it. young kids have no idea what real pain feels like. That's right. And they're not really going to know until like, Ben Roethlisberger's gone. Yeah. Gonna be yeah. Like, What's going on? Right. This is crazy. Yeah. Right. We're like every other team in the world now. Yeah. Mediocre. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what, what happens ne- next year or whenever Ben retires. Yeah. Who they're bringing in. I'm telling you right now, it's not Aaron Rodgers. No, I don't care. I don't care how much he loves Pittsburgh dad. Aaron Rodgers is. I think that was like a. I swear, I think that was like a sarcastic, like poke at us to pretend like you're a fan, but it was sort of sarcastic. He had like that look on his face. I didn't buy that. No, I think it was. I think it's genuine because I mean he had to deal with uh, that McCarthy, his coach. Mm-hmm. He was a huge yinzer, so yeah. he's he knows all about the Pittsburgh culture and all that stuff. So, yeah. but I, I, mean, I, think I he, don't think he's coming to us. It's, no. We can't afford, afford him for one thing. And then, when do you want somebody that's a year younger than Ben? That's not planning for your future. That's an expensive band aid. Right, right, right. And he'll yeah. be too. He'll be he'll be too busy owning the Bears. <laughs> just... Right, right. The sad thing is, is that there's just not that many quarterbacks really good quarterbacks in the draft class this year too and I mean, there's a few but i'm gonna take the kid I mean, from liberty i mean the only the only way you get a quarterback in the draft is if you draft like top five or something right like right so so that's kind of out of the question right you gotta, I mean, you you gotta, gotta take to be a looking season. at somebody else yeah yeah but there's there's nowadays there's quarterbacks available in trades some free agent pops up yeah you know, who knows what crazy situation is going to happen. So they could get a pretty, probably get a pretty good quarterback. So I would think that's going to be really just going to be interesting to see who winds up being available and how they fit into the organization. I still think they're going to draft Arch Manning. <laughs> Isn't he what like he 12 or like something like that? 24 or something like that. I can't remember what year he. He comes out, but yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I was gonna say he's, he's 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 a he's few years yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, I'll take him when he comes out. We can take him uh-huh. in, but right? got time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I feel bad for anybody in the Manning family that's not a quarterback. There's there's like a third Manning brother. Yeah, that, that was that that didn't do much. And you yeah, know, like an accountant or something, something like that. <laughs> what does he talk about at dinner like on christmas what do you talk about when everybody else is talking about being like the quarterback who ruled the world and then you did somebody's taxes or whatever i don't even know what do you say hey guys i brought a great nut roll look i mean could you oh this was so good i used really good cream cheese yeah what do you what do you what do you say yeah 
and then, and then like you know the christmas presents are like hey mom i got you a mercedes oh yeah mom, i got you a, i got you a bmw i i got you an amazon gift card for 50 bucks that's <laughs> all i could afford I didn't diamond necklace it. off wish <laughs> yeah. exactly. yep so he's 16 right so what's the yeah. math on that when he comes out of college you know, well, in in two, I assume in two possible. years he'll be he'll be uh, in in college, and then right. um, so, so we're looking at five years now. away. So we're looking five at twenty twenty six. Twenty twenty six, yeah. First yeah. pick of the twenty twenty six draft, right there. Yeah. Well, there you go. That works with our interim yeah. short term quarterback that we're going to pick up. That's already a veteran for right for yeah. next season. There you go. Yeah. Work perfectly. I think it's interesting that. Ben always says, I was talking to Josh Dobbs and I was talking to Dobbs. I was talking to Dobbs like, why aren't you talking to Mason? What's, right. what's, what's I don't think they like each other. No. <laughs> just, just a guess. Just a guess. I, I don't mean, know. I get that Josh Dobbs is really, really smart. You know what I mean? The kid is, is really smart, but, but you're right. It's weird. You don't ever hear that Mason is included in those conversations. So yeah. Do they not get along? Is Mason not the brightest bulb in the pack i mean who knows i don't know probably not it's it's a strange strange dynamic in that quarterback group yeah no doubt yeah and you don't hear anything about about what's going on with 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 haskins or you know what i mean any of them oh. so haskins it's almost like he's not gone. he's he's always listed as an inactive so he yeah. doesn't even he doesn't even um, get a helmet yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah yeah, I mean, older Steeler fans, we've lived through Tommy Maddox and Cordell Stewart and yeah. uh and like Mike Cordell. Mike Tom's act yeah. and uh yeah. Neil, Neil O'Donnell. Neil so O'Donnell. we'll Bobby, see. Come on, Bobby Brister, you forgot about Bobby Brister. Bobby. <laughs> oh god. Oh, <laughs> God bless Bobby. Oh man. That was rough. I was um saying to somebody the other day that I'll be interested to hear if it ever does really come out like somebody to talk about what happened with the development of Haskins. Cause we just haven't heard anything. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't feel like he totally oh, got like Bobby Brister. Right here. Oh, there you go. I love it. Didn't really get a whole lot of playing time in preseason with the other starters. You know what I mean? And you just have to wonder what is that? Cordell. Oh, I love it. Do you think oh, this you looks that, like Allison? him? Do you, this is, this is a little, Bobby. I, oh, you got Bobby, Bobby Brister? A I Bobby autograph. Oh, wow. yep. It's from my yeah, cousin. That looks like, Jerry, that looks like the guy from the Green Mile. That doesn't look anything like <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's that's oh, uh, very angry. They yeah. did him dirty. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That was not fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was so, a big Brister. Cordell fan. But I, you know what Cordell was he was that was a very interesting time. He was ahead uh, of his time. Yeah, he was ahead of his time, man. If he, he was really around these days. Imagine him now. Yeah. Imagine him now. He would basically be Lamar Jackson. Yeah. They yeah, would he be really okay was. with he him running. Yeah. yeah. I loved all of the crazy plays we ran when we had him. I really did. I I was there for all of it. I thought, you know, I know that he had his his downsides too, but I don't know that I ever felt like he really got like he got such a 
bad rap in Pittsburgh. Do you know what I mean? I didn't feel like he always got like a fair shake to really be developed properly. I don't even think they really knew what to do with him. They kept trying no. to talk him into being a wide receiver and, right. you know, he would dig in his heels and say he didn't want to. And, and so then they were almost like, well, yeah, well then, you know, we're not putting the energy into this. And I think he could have been, he could have been great. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was tough. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a really weird time. It was, yeah. um, you know, yeah, they benched him. They made him a wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, and he clearly didn't want to be. And then he was a quarterback again. He was good. And then dealing and, with all those terrible rumors and lies terrible. And spread around him in Pittsburgh. I mean, that was really sad. absolutely, absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. You yeah, don't that. like somebody as a player. That, that's fine. You're entitled to say that. But, you know, these people's personal lives that's not fair to be making up stories about them. And even if it were true, it wouldn't have been okay, you know? And so just, there's just no way to defend that behavior. Mm-hmm. And just somebody made it up. Just some, I think yeah. like, like some, some cop or something like that just decided to make yeah, it, up. Made it up. And, you know, and then everybody's like, Oh, I swear. I swear. I saw-. Shut up. That's right. just terrible. It's just terrible character assassination. And yeah, he had to, he had to really put up was. with that. He had to go before that. I think he had to go before the team and, and address that and address the issue. Can you imagine asking somebody to do that today? I mean, I can't even wrap my head around asking somebody to go in front of a you know, your workplace and address rumors like that in that right. manner, like you're apologizing right. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this was fun. This was always is always. always. Is. Yeah. Didn't expect to do a show and tell, but that's okay. <laughs> Right, that was next fun. time I bring it. Next time I bring it in toys. I'm in the wrong room. I thought I was gonna have to like look for the Bubby Brister thing, and I was like, wait a minute, I see right there, just waiting. Just waiting. Bubby was another interesting one. He was. Yeah. He just like he basically said, "Screwed. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna wing it. Just whatever. I'm just throwing it everywhere. Let's see what happens." Yeah. Yep. Close your eyes. Looking the best. Catch it or not, that's up to you. Yeah. He had such such a personality. My goodness. Yep, yep. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Catch up. You're welcome. Next time. Bye. Bye.